bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. This is Two Birds, One Clone, where three college friends bullshit about sports. All right, so today we don't have a lot of football games. What what we do is do have is just a lot of news, I guess, even in the NFL and NBA, MLB, and so on. So um, I guess we'll start off first with all the head coach hirings. Um, Robert Sala, the defense coordinator from the Niners, goes to the Jets. Uh, I mean, I, I'm out of a hire, but I think he just – for some reason, I just think that people think he like looks dangerous, so they're like, "Oh, he must be like, <laughs> like a really good, like intimidating coach." Or something. I don't know. I mean, I think the Jets will be bad either way. So, yeah, they they definitely need a lot more than just a coach. I mean, that's a lot of team. That's like every team though. You one coach isn't just going to come in and solve every problem. But no, I he's a good defensive guy. Like he that defense is so damn good over at Niners, so hopefully he can instill some of that into them and maybe they can pick up some guys and they could be relevant again maybe one day. <laughs> yeah, I think great hire, though, for the Jets. Like, probably the only winning move the Jets have made in the past, like, four years. But, you know, you got to start somewhere. But, yeah, <laughs> I think just coming over from San Fran, like, you know, it's how to, like, you know, it's what to expect. Like, obviously, San Fran had a down year this year, but they're missing half their team. So, but, like, yeah. I mean, like, he'll definitely improve that defensive side of the ball. And he's just – everyone says how he's, like, just, like, a great motivator guy and, like, he gets, like, everyone on board. So, if the Jets can do that, it'll be good for their future at least. Yeah, and um, I think he's a coach that, like, players will actually respect because, like, everybody on the Jets last year just wanted to, like, hop off board and go somewhere else. Because, I mean, Adam Gase is obviously a fucking idiot. And mm-hmm. if he gets a job somewhere, I'll shit my pants. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, good for the Jets. Um, well, I guess, speaking of tough coaches, the most electric interview I've ever seen a coach have, uh, Dan C- Campbell, assistant coach for the Saints, gets hired as a Lions head coach. Six years, though. And the only uh, play-calling experience he has is being an interim coach for the Dolphins like a while ago, and I don't think they won a game either. So, I mean, it's a ballsy move by the Lions, but it looks like they're just going to be like a Division Three football's finest team out there just like beating people's ass instead of playing football. Yeah, that interview was like crazy. It's like he was all over the place. Uh, Take your kneecap off. Yeah, ripping your kneecap off, and then knock us down again. We're going to rip the other one off. It's like, jeez. No, maybe he'll instill some fire to that team. I, because I don't know, they need a lot of help too. They're just not there right now as an organization. And it's Detroit, like it's tough to be like a top franchise in Detroit because no one really likes to wants to go there. Which, but no, maybe I, yeah, I don't really know much about him. No one really does, I don't think. But hopefully they're not that good because they're in the Bears division. Yeah, it's fair point, Luke. But um. Yeah, I think he looks like the only person happy to be in Detroit now. Like <laughs> the only person in Detroit, like that lives in Detroit, that's actually happy to be there. But um, <laughs> yeah, but hopefully, I guess he can light that fire under the players because you know everyone's like, oh, we're in fucking Detroit. Like I hate my life. But um, 
I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do with Stafford because I know I think he's a free agent coming up here. So I guess they got a lot of moves to make. And then, you know, they really don't have a good young core. Like they have that new cornerback, but he didn't really play all well this year. Uh, Galladay's yeah. young, but that's about it. Swift, I guess. So, Hawk, uh, actually, no, Swift, like Holiday or Galladay, uh, Hawkinson. Like, yeah, have pieces on offense, but we'll see. Uh, Matthew Stafford's going to be only 34 years old. So, like, that's actually really young for a quarterback. I mean, considering, I mean, all these quarterbacks are in the league right now that are good. Like, I mean, he'd probably leg it out to 40 if he doesn't retire like every other <laughs> Lions good player. But, um, yeah, I guess we'll keep going on coaches. Um, Rams defensive coordinator Brandon Staley got uh, hired to the Chargers as a head coach. Um, I actually like that move a lot. Um, the only thing I was wondering about is, like, Herbert, because he got a franchise quarterback. Like, you're going to need a coach to be with him throughout the whole thing because, obviously, that, like, fucks with quarterbacks. But I doubt Staley's going to be doing, like, anything with the offense anyway, so they should be fine there. Yeah, no, I think um, that's a – I they're, they're literally, like, a coach. Like, that's one of the teams that they got the talent. It's just the coaching was never there with Anthony Lynn. Like, he was terrible. Couldn't close out a game, so hopefully this, yeah, this guy's going to be a defensive guy. They already got the weapons on offense; they got the weapons on defense too. It's just putting them together and winning some football games, which I think they'll be able to do now with a new coach. Yeah, it seems like it'll definitely be a boost uh, for the defensive side of the ball. Like we'll see, like Joey said, if he even like touches the offense or just kind of lets that be how it was. But yeah. Um... They definitely got a bunch of potential in the next five or so years if they can keep keep their main guys and everyone stays healthy. Yeah, I mean, uh, with coaches, I think the only other coach that got hired was um, what's what's not? Urban Meyer, but I think we talked about him last week. So um, yeah, The Eagles signed one yesterday. Who did? The Eagles. Oh, yeah, uh, they signed the Colts offense coordinator. Um See, I don't know. It seems like the Eagles and Colts are just swapping coaches right now. But, I mean, I guess they had to, like, hire somebody. I I didn't even, like, consider that uh, offense coordinator, like, to be up for a job. But I guess he got one. So, we'll see what happens, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we'll keep it moving. Sticking with the NFL, uh, Drew Brees and Phillip Rivers retire. <laughs> um we're getting fucking old, boys. Like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Like, our, our whole lives, like, these guys have been, like, elite quarterbacks, and now they're just gone. That's just weird to think. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I would never think, like, that, like, those guys would be retired, and it's, like, the league's going to be just so weird without all those guys. And, I mean, there's a lot of good young talent, though. It's, like, these are the guys that we're going to get to watch growing up, which is kind of cool to think about. Like, all these guys we watched, like, we came in to watch them. Like, they're already in the league. But now we get to watch the beginner, like, the rookies build their way up to the top. That's going to be kind of dope. Yeah. Honestly, like, after the guys, like, obviously they're retired. But, like, the next couple of years, I could definitely see both those guys going into, like, either, like, coaching or broadcasting, you know. 
Like, I think they both be good, great broadcasters. I think Philip Rivers, like, I fucking hate Philip Rivers, but I think he'd be a hilarious broadcaster. <laughs> oh, yeah, he'd be perfect. Yeah, that's like, us or nothing. And like, I heard he's like the most wanted, like, next big broadcaster. Like, people want him, like, a Romo, you know? So we'll see how that goes. Oh, my God. If Sunday Night Football fired Chris Collinsworth and put Philip Rivers in there, I would go crazy. They will not fire Collinsworth. Chris Collinsworth would suck my dick. Yeah, no, I, um, like he's like a big guy. Like you hate him, I don't. Yeah, so like, but he's like one of the best, according to a lot of people. Yeah, air quotes on that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll move to let's go MLB here. Um, George Springer gets signed to the Blue Jays, and John Lester goes to the Nationals. Um, I mean, I don't like. I aren't the Blue Jays supposed to be like really good next year? Yeah, they're already, like, a really good team. Like, they're supposed to be a top, uh, like, 10 team in the league, and now you add these guys, so that's huge. Well, yeah, and Springer at the end of the season ended up, like, playing really well, didn't he? I think that whole uh, Astros in the, team, in the other playoff. than uh, yeah. that one guy played good. But... Slept the damn twins. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all dogs. Like, they had, like, an under 500 record coming in the playoffs, and then they just, like, I know, like, Correa won. Conscious and like so did Springer and all those guys just lit up, but they're all bad like two hundred regular season. Yeah, their Correa was like doing pretty good all year, but the rest of them were terrible. Yeah, like Altuve batted like two fourteen or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll stick with MLB here. Uh, Mets GM, that guy couldn't get a fucking clue. I mean, <laughs> this, like. How do you expect to get away with that? Just yes, setting 60, 62 unsolicited, I think that's how you say that, uh, messages to a woman he works with. And then, I mean, he just sends her pictures of his junk and he says it was like clip art or some shit. Like, what, what the fuck is that? And I guess he used to work for the Cubs, but we're going to ignore that. So <laughs> You'd think you'd like get the hint after like, I don't know, three, four messages without a response but no he just yeah, kept, still pushing it he just kept on going like guy was not giving up credit to him for that but <laughs> but that was just it's just dumb like what is he doing and then obviously you're gonna get caught like that shit always gets caught but i wonder if he used that persistence to get uh lindor over he, to i bet he, he must have <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if there was one story that summed up the Mets franchise, I think uh, that fit or that like rings the bell right there. But yeah, buddy needs to get a clue. Like, <laughs> you're a GM. Like, you should like you have the money to do whatever you want. You know, you don't have to. And like, I think he had like kids and like a wife and shit. And so, yeah, like, how can yeah, you be so stupid? Like, you get all this money and you just like, I just don't get it. Like, if I was like. Like that in that position, be the smartest guy ever. Like I wouldn't do anything. Yeah, you know how many franchises I've turned around on it will be a show. I could easily do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. Let's go to the NBA. Um. So Kyrie comes back from his vacation after the Nets pick up James Harden. Um. They lose their first game against the Cavs, and Colin Sexton was an absolute animal. I couldn't believe. I think it was 18 straight points in double OT or some shit like that. Um, yeah, that game was insane. I imagine the Nets will end up figuring it out, but 
the Nets just look so tired in that game because their starters have to play, like, all the time. I mean, they're going to have to pick up somebody. I know they probably, like, can't afford anyone, but I'd imagine there'd be, like, a vet that just wants a ring chase and, like, hop on. I mean, the Lakers always seem to figure it out, so. Yeah, they just don't have any defense, like, at all. Because, like, like, the three guys they have, they can play defense, but it's not like that's what they're going to do for the whole game. Like, it's just going to come in spurts. But, yeah, it's Sexton just comes in, wears Kyrie's number, drops 42 on him. I mean, it's – the Nets played good offensively. Like, the guys went off, like Katie and all them, but the Cavs, Sexton was just too much for him. Like, you said it, 18 straight, that's crazy to end the game and win. Yeah, good, good for them. They're actually balling out right now. Yeah, um, well, I guess, yeah, like, losing, like, um, Allen, you know, in that trade, like, he went to the Cavs, like, he was, like, one of those guys, like you said, like, basically out there just to play defense, like, just to block shots and rebound, and, like, they need, yeah, like, another person like that, just, like, that you can put on, like, a player that's hot or, like, the other team's best player, and, you know, like, you'll hold him under his average, so, or hold him to it, but, yeah, we'll see how this folds out. I think the Nets, like, they're, they shouldn't be sweating anything either, like, they'll be fine. The Nets had ten bench points. Yeah, they're they're not deep at all now. No, since they, they like, gave away their whole team, only ten bench points. Like that's ridiculous. Like you got to do a lot better than that. Well, I mean, can you imagine the playoffs where they're playing like every other day or whatever, and they have to put up one thirty to win? Like that's just not. I I don't see that happening. I mean, uh-huh. obviously they're gonna change something, but that's like. Yeah, right now, that ain't looking too good. I mean, a lot of people are saying get Kyrie out of town and flip him for, like, a bunch of, like, really good role players, but I don't think I could see that happening, really, unless, like, Kyrie's still going to be, like, a little bitch, you know, like, crying all the time. But um, one more thing with NBA I saw. Um, Donovan Mitchell had a crazy game last night, and uh, he had an interview with uh, NBA on TNT. And Shaq's like, yeah, you had a good game and all, but he like Shaq said to his face, he's like, I don't see you like taking your team to the championship ever, like in your career. Like he legit just told him that, and then Donovan Mitchell just like, oh my god, he's like, whatever, like I'm gonna go do it. Like I mean, I think Shaq knew what he's doing. Like he's gonna try to put a dog in him, but yeah, he just said he's just like I I've been getting told that my whole life. Like I was like. That's just I, you just don't say that like if you're Shaq. That's just not something you say to a player, especially like a young guy like that. But no, yeah, hope, can you imagine the chip on your shoulder though? Yeah, no, that's told the that by a Hall of Famer. Like that's why. Yeah, like hopefully it motivates him. But... Shaq definitely knew what he's doing because like when he started the interview, he's like, "Hey, like you're one of my favorite players." You know, he wouldn't just like rip on him for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um... So, this weekend, this should be a great weekend. Um, UFC, uh, Conor McGregor fights Dustin Poirier, too. I've been watching a lot of shit about this, and I guess Conor McGregor has been being, like, people are saying that he's never looked better in his career, which is wild, because he used to be an absolute monster. Like, he's, like, the only reason why the UFC is, like, relevant right now, I feel like. But, um, yeah, I can't wait to watch it. I mean, too bad the crowds aren't there, though, because – that's another, like, not not team, I guess, but, like, person to root for, like, that there's not going to be crowds there to watch. But, yeah, it'll definitely be a great fight, I think. 
Yeah, because they and the thing is, like McGregor's like so he's not like a little child anymore either. So like, you watch like the press conference and stuff. He's not like just talking shit the whole time. Like he actually like respects the, his opponent most of the time, I guess. So I mean, obviously he's still gonna come out and with a killer mentality because that's what you gotta do in the UFC. But it's he's not like an idiot anymore where he just talks shit and then gets beat. But he doesn't get beat much, but. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be a great fight. That was the OG McGregor, though. Yeah, back. yeah, we, uh, you missed it, but... I mean, yeah, like, I remember when um they interviewed a cowboy, like, Cerrone, after that fight, and he's like, yeah, I've never, like, seen McGregor like this in my life. And it was so weird because he took such a big break, you know, and he came out and he was just, like, had, like, a whole new arsenal of moves as well. So, yeah, they, everyone that's saying, like, like Joey said, like he's on, like he just doesn't look like the old McGregor. Like he's just completely like rebuilt, and like he just like doesn't care about the social media. He just cares about like fucking his dude up. So he's more mature now, which I yeah. think that could be well, good for him. Yeah, he was yeah. saying that like his maturity came from like his kids. Like he's got some like pretty young kids, but like since we're growing up, like he's just like more of a dad now. But um, but uh, back to like just how like built he is now he moved up a weight class and like he doesn't look like skinny or nothing like he looks like a fucking like just massive so like i can't like i swear if he connects on a punch it's lights out like i mean he could a uh, weight class under and like it's i just can't wait to see it it's i'm yeah i'm super hyped for that fight he's a fighter that always bounces around in weight classes like he'll go wherever yeah um I got some quick Steelers news because uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know what to think right now. We'll start off with Juju, though. Juju is reported as saying he wants to move to a bigger market. Um, then he goes on a Fortnite stream, and he changes Steelers skin to uh, Packers skin, which, I mean, I think – all right, if we're talking, like, football markets – yeah, Green Bay is a big one, but, like, so is Pittsburgh. But at least Pittsburgh is, like, an actual, like, city. Like, Green Bay, no, there's no way Green Bay would ever have a, another professional sports team. They're just lucky that they're, like, the first team in that fucking NFL or whatever. Like, I <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, he just, he just fucking idiot. Like, I love him, but, like, I, like if he left, like, it's probably for the better. Like, I, I don't know. I just can't stand his shit anymore. I think maybe he's, like, thinking, like, the Green Bay situation. Maybe, like, Big Ben's not all there. Maybe he's thinking, oh, maybe Green – because Green Bay is looking for, like – there's rumors all the time about receivers going there. But maybe he's just thinking because then you get Rodgers, so it'll be better for him. But I don't get the big market thing. I don't know why I would say that when you're literally in one of the biggest markets in the league, in the history of the game. That doesn't make any sense. Well, if he's talking, like, media market, though, like, yeah, go ahead. Go to fucking New York. Like, be terrible there. Like, go – I mean, I guess – He's like, from New York, Rams too. Shit, like, I guess, like, the Rams and uh, Chargers, like, aren't that bad. But still, like, I mean, like, yeah, if he just, like, wants to build his brand and, like, be fucking mediocre at football, like, I guess go ahead. But whatever, I mean <sighs> – I feel like with all this shit, though, like, he's been getting himself into this year, though. Like, I don't even know how many teams, like, want him at this point. It's going to – you're going to bring him and all his fucking drama and bullshit with him. We'll see how many people actually, like, want to. I think if he goes somewhere with, like, a veteran quarterback, like, 
like a Brady or like a Rodgers type guy, I think they'll keep him in check, though. No, I mean, I wouldn't even say that because I think if you're going to sign Juju, you have to have a guy better than him, like at wide receiver. Like, he's not yeah, a number like, one guy. That, no, he's a physical guy. If you're, he's proven yeah that he's not number. He's like, a physical slot receiver, which is yeah, yeah exactly. He's, he's, he's proven that he's not like number one receiver. You know, yeah. he hasn't had a hundred yard game since AB left. Or I guess I guess he had one that last game. Yeah, so. last, but that was like through seventy passes. Yeah. Um. Now this this story. I mean, I don't even know what to like say about it. I mean, the Steelers got Dwayne Haskins. Which, I mean, I guess they signed him to a one-year deal. So, if they – if, like, Tomlin can, like, give him a good fucking kick in the ass or something. But, um, I mean, Haskins, like, if he wouldn't listen to, like, what Alex Smith has to say, then, like, what is sitting year behind Ben Roethlisberger going to do? And, like, at least the Steelers are, like, admitting, like, that they're moving on from Mason Rudolph. Like, they understand, like, he's not good. But what I hate is that signing Haskins is going to make them feel like, oh, we got a, we got a young quarterback this year. Now we don't have to worry about it when we should be fucking terrified of what we're going to do at quarterback for the future. Yeah. Um, I like, I was, like, not high on Haskins out of the draft. But like, uh, he had, like, potential, but he was the same situation as Trubisky where, like, he didn't play a lot of games in college, so it was kind of like, is he really as good as he he's supposed to be? But I saw a tweet. He tweeted, he's running number three. He said, three in the Bible stands for restoration and eternal life. Let's work. So, I don't know. Like, he's just, he's. I don't know what he, if he's going to, like, think, like you said, are the Steelers going to think that they don't need a quarterback, which hopefully they don't think that because I think he's a good backup guy to sit behind a vet. But yeah, but he doesn't listen to anybody. Like that's the no. thing. Like, that's well, just... that's the thing. Maybe he like. Hopefully, he grew up and like realized like, oh shit, I'm not as good as I think I am. That's the yeah. Hopefully, he did that. Yeah. Well, it seems like just now, like what the Steelers did was kind of what the Saints did this year. You know, like Saints signed Winston to a one year deal just to sit behind a uh, Breeze for a year, kind of learn, and then like if they think he's ready, like he'll they'll bring him back. So. I guess I, that's kind of what it seems like the um, Steelers are doing here. Like, it's time to one-year deal. Like, let him sit back, hopefully learn, you know. And if they think he's ready or fit for the job, the next year they'll sign him back. But then they don't have to, you know. Mm-hmm. But much yeah, other games. I got, like, mixed emotions on it. I mean, I don't, I don't think, like, he could ever be, like, a future guy. But, I mean, at least he can actually, like, throw the ball downfield. Um, Rudolph is really getting shit on because, I mean, the game he played this year, like, they, they had to put in Dobbs and shit, and, like, he did a lot of that check down bullshit, too. But at least, like, Haskins had, like, flashes of being good, so. Yeah, it says, uh like, Ohio State's coaches kind of told, like, Washington or whoever's going to draft him that it's going to take him time to mature. So, like, they knew that, I guess. I don't, I don't know if they knew – like, they knew that going in. So, hopefully he grew up and is going to – willing to listen to a vet and learn. Actually, yeah, you think like being cut would kind of like give you a humble you a bit. Yeah, and he was like the yeah. only first round quarterback to be cut after his first year too, or whatever, or second year, or whatever. Like that, that's unbelievable. 
but yeah, granted, he he was in a really shitty situation with the Redskins. So, um, we'll hop into the NFL divisional round. Um, so last week, uh, we'll start, I guess, with the first game that we had this weekend. Uh, Rams Packers. We actually hit on this game, and me and Jack got yes uh, spread correctly. So, um, well, anyway, in this game, uh. The Packers actually should have just blew the doors open on the Rams. I mean, they just – I think Lazard dropped a big touchdown, but then he ended up catching one. Um, but, yeah, I think we all knew the Packers were going to win this game and move on, so. Yeah, Roger to see Rodgers do this good against, like, the number one defense in the league is really good for the Packers, like, knowing that he can go up against anybody because he did – like, Aaron Jones ran the ball well. Uh, Rodgers threw it around. Adams was Adams. He, like, didn't have it. But Lazard pick, picked up for him. Like, it was just great all-around game for the Packers. Their defense looked really well, too. I said if Goff doesn't play well, then he don't have a chance at winning this game, and he didn't play particularly well. So, yeah, but Packers are just looking so good right now. Yeah, um, I guess – yeah, it's just a great sign for the Packers and scary for the rest of the league that they basically, like, did what they want against the best defense in the NFL. And, yeah, like, their defense has been stepping up, too. You know, like, they've been, like, early on in the year, they're kind of suspect. You know, they'd have their, their flashes and moments, but they also get lit up. And now they're starting to kind of dial in here, too. So, and, like, this next game, this upcoming week is going to be in Green Bay. And, you know, like, the Packers rarely ever lose in Green Bay. So, we'll see how that turns out. This is his first game, uh, in Green Bay, like for the for the for the NFC Championship. It's like his first game actually at Green Bay. Yeah, I guess yeah. Like the first time ever, ever being like a one seed and you know, making this far. Yeah. Um, couple side stories in this game. Uh, Lil Wayne made the remix of Black and Yellow, and I know Jack, you like it, but I, I actually hate it. Like, it's not because I'm a Steelers fan. Which I mean really helps out, but like I just don't think it's a good song, and that, I bet the Packers fucking love it because it like calls out the players and shit. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of it. I don't like. Yeah, I don't hate it, but I was like, I'm not a fan of it. Like it's got it's like good, but and then you add the Packers element to it, it just makes it worse. So <laughs> yeah, I fuck the Packers, but. Uh, Jack, you got to take on this. I mean, I think it's a great song, but, you know, I refuse to turn <laughs> to it just because the fact that it's about the shittiest team yeah. in football. Fuck them. And a bunch of <laughs> wagons. But, um, yeah. Yeah, dude, fuck, Packers fuck fans. Play. I don't know a Packers fan that actually watches football. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, like yeah, well, my dad's a Packers fan, so I've been watching him for 20 years. Like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> player. I'm like, who was the quarterback for Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, God, like, they're just so dumb. They don't they don't even know anything. It just pisses me off because they beat us every year, too. It's just, the only thing they see is, you know, the picture on Instagram that says they beat us and, you know, like, go pack, go. Yeah, it's like, yeah. shut up. <sighs> yeah, and uh, one more quick thing. Um, Alan Lazard, I swear to God, I've been saying the Lazard King all year. And it's just now being popular. I swear to God, I have. Like, yeah, I, you I you sent me that video in your apartment, blue, insane. Those are king, like that's or the lizard king. I mean, and then I you said, 
Yeah, he sent me that video of that guy saying that. Or the guy put it on TikTok or something. I swear, people are always stealing my thunder. But, uh, yeah, we'll move on to the next game. This actually ruined our parlay. Um, we hit on two, though. But uh, Ravens-Bills, uh, I mean, what, what do we have? The over on this game and they only scored combined 20? <laughs> yeah, we had a 52-point over or something. Yeah, but, um, yeah, Diggs had another insane game. Um, I mean, this is kind of a shit show, and who knows what happens if the Ravens score a touchdown instead of throwing pick six. Uh, Lamar sucks in the playoffs, so uh, <laughs> I'll let you guys take that away. Yeah, did we did we all get this one right, I think? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll pick yeah, Lamar didn't have the game that he probably wanted, but I think part of that is, like, I said this to Joe before. I was like, the Bills have a really fast defense. So, like, they're able to kind of contain him, I feel like, just because he couldn't get outside the pocket. But, like, it wasn't – it was the boringest game ever. Like, we're just watching that, and it's six to th- – was it, like, six to three at half or something like that? Three to three? And it's like, like three, yeah. field. three to three. It's like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, someone scored – some touchdowns here. Get us, a, get at least give us a chance at this parlay. And they didn't even, they didn't even care about us. I feel like, like you'd think they would know, like, oh, the the boys over in Dyersville got us covering. Let's score some touchdowns, but no. Yeah, I mean, it was just kind of a shitty game altogether. Uh, Weatherman Bino didn't predict a snowstorm, but he did predict some high winds. So you know, I'll give him that. Uh, <laughs> Sure, listen to him hit the under, but <laughs> no, uh, the whole like, time he's like saying, He goes, I told you guys it was gonna snow. I was like, It's not even snowing, like, shut up. Yeah, there's not <laughs> snow in a fucking 30 mile radius. <laughs> yeah, they're just playing in the middle of a hurricane. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then we'll go, we'll go to the Sunday first game, Sunday, uh, Browns Chiefs. Um, I mean, I guess the story of the thing is Chad Henney making that insane run and then the balls on Andy Reid for going on fourth down and converting. Um, I mean, I like – like, the Browns are a good team, I think, but uh, I think they should have pulled it out. I mean, they had two two chances to score when Mahomes went down, and they couldn't do it. So, um, I mean, I'm happy the Chiefs are advancing, though, because, I mean, they should. I mean, they should be that team there. But, yeah, uh, Tyreek Hill, another huge game. Uh, Mahomes is even, like, looking pretty good until he got that injury. So, uh, yeah, I'll let you guys take it away. Yeah, Tyreek Hill and Kelsey, they're literally identical numbers. Just Kelsey had a touchdown in there. But, like, those two are always going to be good. But I think this the difference, it show, goes to show the difference, like, the in this game was Stefanski versus uh, Andy Reid because Stefanski didn't go for that fourth down when they're on, like, the – 50 or something like that around there said they just punted it and then they never got the ball back and Andy Reid's like why would we give the ball give the Browns a chance when we could just convert this fourth down which they did and the game was over like that's like when you punt the ball away and you never get it back that's like the worst thing ever like you don't even have a chance which sucks but yeah Andy Reid just out coached him I feel like down the stretch and that was the difference yeah it kind of got to feel bad for the Browns and like if that one play where that receiver dives in and you know how you got you got smoked, he fumbled it in the end zone as a touchback. Yeah. Like if he scores mm-hmm. there, like like they're definitely winning. And like just like the no like targeting call, you know, that I mean I don't think you can go back and like look like 
make yeah. a call. So I guess like, like obviously couldn't like review it, but yeah, that guy that fumbled it, this guy absolutely smoked in the head. But mm-hmm. you know, it's it is what it is. There's a lot of stuff on like Twitter about that's like a terrible rule, but like I don't really know how else you'd go about it. Like oh, from right in the end. yeah, like yeah. I don't know how else you would like do that. Yeah, for real. Because you can't just like fumble in the end zone and just get the ball where you were down. Like that's not fair to the defense at all. Like. Because you did fumble. Yeah, I, so, I, I I just don't know how else you would work around that rule. No, I mean, what I was thinking for that rule is you, like, if you fumble a ball and gain yards from it, I think that's bullshit. Like, wherever you fumble the ball at should be where the ball ends. Like, if the, if the offensive team or whatever still gets the ball, like, I think you should just get it there, like, um, but yeah, I mean, they wouldn't even have to change that rule or like even talk about it if there's that targeting play. So, I mean, it just yeah. sucks that something like that had to happen in the playoffs. But the thing, the thing with the targeting play though, is like, like he, I was talking to Hewn about it and like he's a Chiefs fan. Obviously, a Chiefs fan is going to be on the side. Like, oh, it wasn't. He did hit him in the helmet, but his point was like, if you slow down at all and go with your shoulder, that's an automatic touchdown. Like, you don't have ch- chance to get him. But he did hit him. So, like, I don't know. I feel like it's tough because if he does slow down, you don't even have a shot at actually making a play. It's an automatic touchdown. So, I don't know. He he just made, like, a football play. I don't think he le- went to, wanted to go with his head, but yeah, they didn't call it and you can't change it. So, Yeah, um, we'll move on to the next game. I think we had over on this too, but that missed by like three points. But uh, Buccaneers Saints, uh, Bucks win thirty to twenty. Um, I think Drew Brees like had to hang him up after this because, well, one because the Saints are fucked on the salary cap, and two, um, I mean, if he doesn't throw them three picks, I think the Saints win this football game. Like that's that's just huge three interceptions. Um. I think he knows that he can't really, like, benefit his team that well anymore. And, I mean, he might as well retire because they're going to have absolutely nobody for him next year. So, Yeah, uh, I heard, like, I had the Bucks actually winning this game just because, like I said, like, yeah, the Breeze thing is hurt and it's hard to beat him, like, again, I guess. And But I wouldn't expect Michael Thomas, no catches. But I did hear that, like, He's having, like, surgery on, like, three different things, like, this offseason because, like, he heard it was, like, Breeze's last, like, year potentially. So, he's, like, he was trying to win, I get trying to play through it and win a Super Bowl for him. But, I don't know, he was all banged up, I heard. So, maybe that's the reason he didn't really catch any passes. But, yeah, Breeze was a big factor in that. He just didn't play well at all. Yeah, I just, I just think he knows, like, he doesn't have it anymore, you know. Um, he's just kind of like out of his prime or just like out of his element of play where he knows like he can be like a top notch quarterback right now. You know, he's definitely on the steep decline. So, um, I mean, it'll be weird. Yeah. Like obviously, like we said earlier, you know, like watching football Sundays, you turn on the Saints and like Drew Brees isn't the quarterback. So it'll be weird. But yeah, I mean, congrats to Tom Brady, I guess, on making it. It's Winston time, though. Hopefully. Oh yeah, I was gonna say that. Um, Drew Brees on the sideline, hold him into your team now. Good, we love to see that. 
Yeah, I, I mean, it's going to suck for him, though, because I doubt they're going to have, like, anybody for him next year. Well, and like, another thing I'll – Another thing I want to bring up about this game is Slantboy went from last year having the most receptions in the league. He broke the record to not even having one in this game. And it's, I mean, I can't like blame it on him, but um, like, I don't know. Like, it, it's just weird to think. Like, yeah. I don't know how the, they couldn't get him the ball. The thing with that salary cap, though, is like Breeze is making a ton of money right now. So, like, if you cut that off, that like almost reduces like, a fourth of it, and then you just bring back your studs and get rid of your vets, and I think they should be fine. But obviously, losing veterans is kind of big, kind of a big deal because you kind of need them, especially when you're gonna have uh, Winston throwing the ball. Like you probably want some guys to help him out, but I they should be fine. I heard, but it's still gonna be a huge hit on there because they don't have any salary cap money right now. Yeah, um, we'll move on to the conference championships. Uh, first, well, NFC championship game, uh, Packers-Bucks. The Packers are favored by three and a half, and uh, I'm going to take the Packers here. I mean, I, what they did to the Rams last week is just, like, really impressive, and I think they'll be able to just pack on points, especially at home. I mean, I think – I mean, obviously, like, the crowd won't be the same, but still, I mean, you're playing – on the field, you've been playing your entire life. I mean, if you're Aaron Rodgers, so um, I think he's been waiting for this moment, and I think he'll just ball out. So I'll go pack here, covering three and a half. Yeah, I agree. I like the Packers because, like, I had them at the beginning of the playoffs in the Super Bowl, so I'm just gonna stick to it. And yeah, like you said, they just balled out against that defense. And Bucks have a good defense, but it's nothing like the Rams. So. Yeah, I, and their defense, Packers defense, is playing really well actually as of late. So, yeah, I got them covering this. Yeah, I'm gonna take Pack as well here. Just like, I mean, the fact that it's January 4th and you're gonna be playing at Lambeau Field is definitely like a huge disadvantage for whoever's coming in to play them because they're gonna be like freezing their dick off. I guess obviously because like from they're from they all play in Tampa too. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just the Packers, like, the offense is just can't miss a beat right now. The defense is doing what it can to, like, hold up. And, like, obviously you don't have to be amazing when you have Aaron Rodgers on the other side, but they're still, like, doing what they can. So they'll have – I mean, they have, like, the best corner in football, in my opinion, Jair Alexander. So he'll probably be on Evans or whoever they want. I saw that AB won't be playing for the Bucks too. So yeah. He's out with a knee injury. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Pack. Yeah, I mean, back to that cold weather thing, at least Tom Brady's been playing in, like, one of the coldest, like, franchises yeah, for his whole career. But, um, yeah, I guess with, like, the rest of them, it, it could definitely affect them. Um, we'll move on to Chiefs-Bills. The Chiefs are still feared by three. Uh, Mahomes is playing, I heard. Um, I think I'm still going to go Chiefs here because um, the Bills kind of seemed like a lot of, like, lucky shit has been happening to them. I know they're still a good football team, but but just the fact that I mean the Bills do have like a really fast defense, and I don't know how it'll like compete with the Chiefs, but um yeah I just think that the Chiefs if they really have to they'll pull some out of their ass score touchdown at any point of the game so yeah I'll go Chiefs. Yeah, I feel like if the Bills can not turn the ball over, I think they have a really good shot winning this game. And you know I had Packers Bills. 
in the before the playoffs. So I'm gonna stick to it. I got Bills winning this, but I think it's gonna be really a game if if the Bills don't turn the ball over, they're gonna have a great shot at this game. But once they give it to Mahomes, it's gonna be tough. I, I like that defense, like you said, they're fast, and the Chiefs. I don't think either team really looked great in their playoff game so far. So, but I think the Bills are due for one here, and I like them in this one. Yeah, um, I think KC will win. Um, but like just the fact that the spread is so low, too, I'm gonna take KC. Usually, you know, Kansas City spread are like seven, eight, nine points. Which yeah, like, like Kansas City hasn't covered in what nine or ten straight games, I think I heard. On so, but like, yeah, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, you look at their spreads and they're all like nine plus so with a spread like three i'm gonna take casey yeah like a three in the nfl is basically like who's gonna win almost basically like there's rarely any one point two point games yeah yeah um i would really hate to see the bills like go to the super bowl without their fans too like i mean that's such a like electric fan base like that that would just be depressing that like through all these years and like lost super bowls that they go to the Super Bowl, like, the year that fans can't come. Like, that would, that would just <laughs> feel bad. I mean, they'll obviously probably be in the discussion, like, for, I mean, AFC Championship game and so on for, like, probably a long time now. So, I mean, they'll obviously be good in the future. But, um, yeah, so I guess that wraps up everything except um, – me and Luke went three for four this week, and Jack actually swept the series. So that that is weird sure. out of us for somebody to get every game right. But yeah, congratulations to Jack. You know, I could <laughs> we, do had to, we had to wait for only four games to be on the table for yeah. On it. <laughs> of course, I can get those four right, but I can't get a parlay right. So. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, it's like I'd rather get this week's our week, though, boys. Really get everything wrong, man. Get it, then miss the parlay, but hopefully this week. Yeah, all you can do is cross your fingers. I mean, what what's that thing Vito said? He goes, "It's not it's not gambling if you if you know you're if gonna you, win." Yeah, it's not gambling if you're gonna win. <laughs> and then uh, he said one more. <clears throat> he said one more thing where it's like, uh, it's either you're hot or you're due. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And right now we're due for one, boys. We're yeah. due for one. <laughs> Oh my God! Alrighty, well, um, I think that wraps up everything. Unless you guys got something else to bring up. <clears throat> no, just tough Hawks loss last night. Hate to see it. They played like shit in the second half, but it happens. Bounce back, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it always makes your day to see Jordan Bohannon get shit on, though. So. What'd you say? It always makes your day to see Jordan Bohannon getting shit on. Yeah, so. he did, did you see his stat line, Jack? No, yeah, it was dog water. 0 for 8, 0 for 8 from 3, 0 for 9 from the field. Zero points. Yeah, we love to see that. <laughs> Brains, everyone's dead. It really does, doesn't it? But, um, yeah, if Iowa State does play a basketball game coming up here, they haven't played in like three weeks, but, you know, that's probably for the better. I, was, I haven't heard about that in a while. That's called an no, yeah, undisciplined basketball team. That's just called a bad basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alrighty. Well, well, I think Luke just wants to say go Hawks quick or something, but uh, yeah, I think that wraps up everything. I don't really know if I do. They tough block. 
All righty. Well, I'll talk to you guys this weekend. This kid is a gamer. He's a fucker. He's a playmaker. Ain't a shot. In case you didn't know, I got Tebow. He shattered the nose. And all he does is win. All he does is win. I got Tebow. He shattered the nose. And all he does is win. All he does is unleash. Tebow, let him go. It's time. Let him Let him go, it's time. Let him play. 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 Let him play.